This is quarter two of the 1981 qualifying final between Collingwood and Geelong is broadcast on 3AW. Your callers are David Grant and Rex Hunt. The tape was provided to me by Tony Curtis to digitise. Uh, please note at the start of this quarter they experience a tape problem and I've left that in so you can experience what that was like. There's the siren for the start of the second quarter in the qualifying final at the Melbourne Cricket Ground. 85, 90,000 people after a great first term by... second quarter of the Geelong Collingwood match but we'll be back with the second quarter in just a moment. Clearly the best ruckman on the ground at this stage. Gets it down to the ground. Knocked further afield there by, uh, by Boss, who's doing a workmanlike job in the back, uh, back line for the Cats. And there's a lovely mark by Reynoldson coming well down in front of Pick and gets the hand pass going to Whitcomb. Whitcomb drives wide, looking for Turner, who's in position in front of McCormick. McCormick just gets a hand to the ball, but Turner too much pace. Handballs to himself, running towards the boundary line, and the ball dribbles over the line under pressure from Ray Byrne. Great play there by Turner, who's playing half forward, and McCormick is out there for Collingwood. Now, Atkin is dropping back into the goal square for the Magpies. He's the only player in that goal square with the ball 35 metres around on the left uh, forward uh, flank for Geelong. Now, Moore decides to take the ball out of the ruck again and gets a hurried kick away. Nankervis, this is Bruce Nankervis, gets the hand pass, but it was a wild one, intercepted and taken away by Turner, fortunately for Geelong. In turn to Featherby, but it's smothered. Andrew Smith out of trouble to Dacos. The Magpies are alight. Whitcomb in pursuit of Dacos. There'll be defence here by uh, Morris, who'll run into uh, Whitcomb. Chance here for a brilliant goal by Dacos. Too long! Too long is the call, and the penalty goes against Dacos. <laughs> Tried to do too much. A brilliant run by Dacos. Had he been able to evade that last tackle and uh, goal, it would have brought the house down, but he ran into a barrage of defenders from Geelong. It was like a rugby run, that one. <laughs> Great football. Taken away for Geelong by Whitcomb. Whitcomb uh, drives wide to the uh, outer side of the ground. The mark taken over there for Collingwood by McCormick to uh, Moore. Moore running with the ball. Hand pass is uh, loose looking for Williams. In comes Barham. Barham onto the left boot. Uh, no, he decides to go for the hand pass to Byrne, up towards full forward Blake, oh, drops an easy one uh, but uh, Collingwood can't capitalise as players go down to the ground and it's rushed through off hands for a behind 
Well, it's uh, developing into a magnificent final now, this one. With Collingwood 5-7-37 on the down scoreboard on 3AW, Geelong 4-5-29. After eight minutes of play in the uh, second term as Malarkey runs off from fullback. And kicks it towards the centre wing where Kink takes a good mark for the Collingwood side behind Tui. This is a bloke they want to fire up for the Collingwood side and he kicks a long raking drop punt kick back near the goal square. Up for the Collingwood side was uh, Wiedemann but it came down towards Jack Hawkins, the old campaigner. He's caught in possession. Warwick Irwin comes in for uh, Collingwood. Also back in there was Boz for Geelong side. Finally come down to Morris who was grabbed by the foot. He gets it out towards Dacos and Dacos is offline. One point on the Collingwood scoreboard and they're now 5-8-38 to Geelong 4-5-29 on the down scoreboard. Bruce Nan Curvis is off. Good Geelong. Is Stephen Lunn. Malarkey's got the ball again. Morris won't let him run off this time. As Malarkey places the ball onto his boot and a spiral punt goes into the centre of the ground. Oh. And up over the top was Jack Hawkins. Jumping Jack Hawkins has the ball at centre-half back for Geelong. And he kicks it down towards centre-half forward. Looking for Reynoldson again and he's on fire and Pickens in trouble because he came from behind him then. And Reynoldson has the ball but he kicks it poorly. He's down there looking for Mossop. Stuart Atkins is in front and punches the ball towards the, uh, the boundary. And the ball is over the line about 10 metres around from the Geelong goal. And we've gone nine minutes into this second quarter. Gee, you can feel the excitement build up at the Melbourne Cricket Ground. Collingwood looked by far the better team in the first term, but Geelong coming back hard now. From behind, it's Mossop. Bangs the ball towards goal. Hits a, a couple of pairs of hands and is eventually smothered, and umpire Robinson calls for the bounce. Now, Magpie's in trouble here because the ball is only uh, 20 metres out from goal with Geelong trailing by nine points. 4-5-29, Collingwood 5-8-38. The Magpies haven't added a goal in this term compared with uh, Geelong 2. There's a penalty here, though. Moore in the ruck. It was against Mossop. Mossop throws the arms out, asks umpire Robinson why, but it was quite clear. Moore goes to uh, fake the hand pass, but now decides on the kick. Not too willing to kick Peter with that injured uh, hamstring of his. In there is Reynoldson. He goes high. Gee, the Geelong uh, big men are brilliant. Uh, comes out, the hand pass towards Banks. Knocked away from Morris. Interference? No. Play on as the call as Boz gets the kick away. Back towards centre wing. Lovely mark, Tony Shaw. He'd be the best rover on ground. Hand pass finds Taylor. Taylor up towards full forward. Coming across is Wiedemann. Can't take the mark. Down goes Jeffries. The ball is loose. Dacos, the brilliant Dacos, onto the right boot. Fires for goal and he's offline. I thought he might have tried a hand pass there. He may be trying to do so much. I'm not saying he's selfish, but he may be trying to do too much. The hand pass was on. Malarkey's got the ball. He kicks to the member's side of the ground. It's a lovely kick. Yates is uh, behind the pack there, but it came down to Hawkins. He gets a nice hand pass out towards... Uh, it looks like Yates again following up. Moore kicks it off the ground. He follows it up well. He can then kick a, a wobbly old torpedo punt kick in towards Malarkey. I thought Malarkey took the bug, but the Hulk comes in. But through coming, uh, coming through nicely for Geelong was Jeffries. And it finally came out towards Whitcomb, who kicks the ball towards Peak on the centre wing outer side of the ground. And Peak takes the mark in front of McCormick. The bearded Peak doesn't waste any time and kicks the ball long up there looking for Mossop again. Behind him is Atkin, but he can't punch the ball. And Mossop's on fire at the moment. They certainly needed a big man down there and Mossop is on fire and he's got a chance to put his own third goal on the board and Geelong's fifth. With Reynoldson firing at centre-half forward, Geelong really starting to look at danger in this game because uh, Collingwood absolutely wiped the floor with him in the first quarter. Mossop. 
Kicks poorly. It's going to land into in towards the uh, goal square, but it uh, was knocked away by a Collingwood player there in Pickin. It finally came out towards Reynoldson again, who can have a snapshot. It's going to end up in the goal square, but in there for the Collingwood side, and marking nicely was Taylor. Taylor uh, being... Uh Allowed some room there by Robinson as he moves Moffsett back. Now Taylor out towards the outer side of the ground. It's a two-out duel. Williams in front of Peak. Almost the mark to Williams. Knocked away from him. Neal in pursuit. But it's over the line. Midway between half-forward flank and centre wing on the outer side of the ground. In this second term, Collingwood kicking down towards the Richmond end. And, and therefore Geelong in attack. Kicking towards the Jollymont end at this stage. Blake in front of uh, Moore and pushes uh, uh, Blake out. Does Moore and Blake takes the free kick. Moore knew he was in trouble. Ran away immediately from the pack as the big fellow from Geelong. Sends the ball forward. Now watch Mossop from behind Atkin. In front is uh, Atkin this time. and But uh, Mossop has still paid the mark. Plucked it out from in front of uh, Atkin. And that's his fourth or fifth magnificent mark by Mossop. They've all been one grabbers too, uh, David. And you well, just can't stop a bloke when he's on fire like that. Reminiscent of the days when Peter Moore used to do it for Collingwood. Doesn't matter to this fellow whether he's in front of the pack or from behind. And uh, just the added inches, the added reach. He just reached in front of big Stuart Atkin. He must be just about the tallest player on the uh, Collingwood list after Peter Moore. As Mossop fires for goal. It's through. That's his third. And Geelong's fifth. And they're only four points behind. And that's three goals in 12 minutes. Great strong play by Geelong. They said that Collingwood had improved their pace, but this Geelong side, when they get their game going with Neil and Turner and Whitcomb and all those fast players and Lunn, of course, they've got two great spearheads up there in Reynoldson and Mossop. And Geelong now have fought their way back to be only four points down on Collingwood. Coming they're up exciting, to, aren't oh, they? They are an exciting side. There's an infringement in the centre square. And Blake takes it, and he's going to kick it out, looking for Reynoldson, who gets in front of Pickin, and he's a strong mark, this kid. And he's too good for Pickin, and Pickin doesn't know what to do at this stage because he didn't even attempt to uh, punch the ball away. Reynoldson's got a show of dobbing this one. In fact, he's going to put it right into the centre of the, uh, the uh, goal area. It's gone offline, and it looks like Stuart Atkin will be paid the mark. I thought it was through for a behind, so did a lot of other people, and Stuart Atkin kicks it out with a torpedo punt kick, looking for Banks, but over the top came Blake, punches it forward and got his team an advantage there of about 12 to 15 metres, and the banner umpire is going to throw the ball in just uh, the other side of the member stand. We're seeing a brilliant exhibition in this term from the Geelong big fellows as Blake gets the, the tap away, but uh, Moore then flings it across towards... Warwick Irwin who finds the line with his kick off hands and it's out of play in front of the members stand. Collingwood a 5-9-39, Geelong 5-5-35. This is the second quarter of the qualifying final at the Melbourne Cricket Ground. It's 15 minutes into the second term as Allen now comes out with the hand pass. Fairly ineffective and there's a fumble and uh, really uh, Collingwood are not doing uh, much right as Dennis Banks can't put a handle on the ball and goes over the line. Geelong doing everything right, on the other hand, keeping the ball high and the big fellows are starting to take over in the air. Irwin tries to bundle his way through a pack. He's grabbed, brought to the ground, and umpire saw says that the ball was held to him and he'll bounce. Almost at the halfway stage of the second term, and Geelong have added four goals in this quarter to Collingwood's... Uh, sorry, three goals to Collingwood's one. 
No, Collingwood haven't added a, a goal. I'll get it right in a moment. As the Cats come forward again, and this time it's little Turner coming across from half forward towards centre half forward, and he outmarks the uh, normal Collingwood fullback and McCormick. Turner looking for Mossop. Here's the excitement, Matt. Up he goes. Can't take the, the, uh, the mark this time. Irwin, he's grabbed from behind by Bright. Picked up by Bruns. It could be in. This could be a great goal right over the top of the post, and that's not a bad decision by the goal umpire because we were directly in line with it. They don't mind the fine weather, these uh, cats, David, do they? They're great in the air today, particularly in their second quarter. Magnificent exhibition, this one. Stuart Atkins has the ball. Uh, he was replaced, uh, replacing Worthington. He kicks the ball to the centre of the ground. Kink is there, but he was holding his opponent, Tui. Tui will take the free kick because Kink was holding onto him at the centre-half back position. Tui kicks the ball poorly. It's dropping short. Bruns tried to take the mark, but Featherby came in. He was tackled. He's trying to get the ball out. There's an ugly scrimmage of players. An umpire saw said, yes, I'll bounce it. 16 minutes into this second quarter. 5-9-39 to Collingwood and Geelong. A 5-6-36 as the ball goes up into the air. Moore and Mossop doing battle, and Moore gets it out, looking towards Ray Byrne. Finally coming in uh, to help Byrne was Taylor. But, uh, Byrne's grabbed too high. Grabbed too high by Stephen Lunn on the back pocket position and Byrne hand passes over towards Toomey in trouble. He gets it further on downfield towards Irwin with a nice hand pass and Irwin gets a quick kick in towards Peak and also Williams who uh, go for the ball there. Scrimmage of players comes out but there'll be a free kick to Geelong. Barham going crook but he'll get a 15 metre penalty for his trouble and Whitcomb has got the ball. Socks down Murray Whitcomb become a very important player for the Geelong side and Whitcomb's kicked it in nearly towards full forward. Mossop is there, he's been interfered with by Moore. Moore saying he tried to shepherd me off umpire but Mossop wasn't having any of that. And to his credit, he's taking marks from behind, he's taking marks in front and Mossop's on fire. He's got three. Geelong have got five goals, six. And this kick, if he kicks truly, will put the Geelong side three points up. And, Geelong, and Collingwood haven't scored a goal at this particular stage in the second quarter. Mossop kicks. He's kicked a goal. Mossop's fourth and Geelong sixth. Six goals, 6.42 Geelong to Collingwood. 5-9-39 on the down scoreboard. Mossop has kicked Geelong's four goals in this term at the one and two minute marks, then the 13 and 18 minute marks. And uh, the Cats in front by three points. 6-6-42 to Collingwood, 5-9-39. This exciting replay has been brought to you by Downs and Son, rope twine and cordage manufacturers and makers of Marlow Yachting Rope, established since 1888. This time, I think Channel 10 has gone too far. <laughs> They've made Sunday night a comedy night. A mash at 6.30 is bad enough. But to follow straight on with Manny Hill, well, let's face it, I've heard of cases where people have laughed so much, their sides have split and their heads have fallen off. Honestly, watch mash at 6.30 and Manny Hill at 7.30 every Sunday night on Channel 10 and you're going to laugh your... Uh-oh. <laughs> In the Sunday press tomorrow, television's big deal game shows. A behind-the-scenes look at the compares, the sponsors and the rich prize money. Also tomorrow, child snatching among divorced parents. Private Eye advises how parents can get their children back. In sport, the two big VFL finals, Collingwood 
and Geelong and Essendon and Fitzroy. And, of course, Sunday Press footy experts bring you the best ringside reports. Plus, former US Open champion John Newcomb reports from New York on the players in this year's tournament. Sunday Press, the Super Sunday paper, out tomorrow. There's a chance now for Bernie Quinlan. Left foot snap at goal. Goal umpire says it's through, and it is. Yes, we've got the fever. Have you got the fever? Football finals fever. And if you have, stay with us on 3RW 12.78 on the dial for today's most exciting, exhilarating coverage of the VFL's elimination final. It's the cutthroat match. Essendon versus Fitzroy starts at 12.15 and that's five and a half hours of uninterrupted top football coverage. Join us for the VFL finals with the compliments of the Barons' table. Here's a chance now for Bernie Quinlan. Left foot snap at goal. Goal umpire says it's through, and it is. Yes, we've got the fever. Have you got the fever? Boy, have we got the fever. And I think it's about time that we went back to uh, replay of the Collingwood Geelong match that was played at the MCG today, and we bring it to you by, uh, with the compliments of Downs and Son rope twine and cordage manufacturers and makers of Marlowe yachting ropes, and they have been established since 1888. 18 minutes of play, and what can Collingwood do to stem the tide? They're being outpointed in the air hopelessly by. Reynoldson at centre-half forward and Mossop at full forward. Just too big and too strong in the air. The Cat's trying to come forward through Boss. In front, uh, though, is... Uh, oh, look at this. Uh, streaking down as Boss this time. Boss fires up towards Mossop again in the pocket. Atkin in better position. Atkin could have taken that mark. Mossop forces him towards the line and eventually it's off hands and through for behind. Gee, that was determination by Mossop as well, who's kicked four goals three for the Cats. It came down... Uh, like lightning from that uh, Geelong defence and it is the best defence in the league the uh, statistics show that this year McCormick kicks the ball out looking for Kink Kink can't take the mark because it was punched away from him by Lunn coming in for Geelong there was Reynoldson but there's an ugly scramble of players and umpire Robinson's going to bounce the ball on the half forward flank out of side of the ground for Geelong Geelong at the moment on fire and Collingwood needs to, to do something to get back into this game although they're only uh, four points down Geelong have the run Blake's the uh, the one doing the job he gets it out towards the, uh, Bruns it was Bruns kicks it in towards Mossop and he's got it again and if he hadn't have marked it Atkin it'd have been into his back he's playing the prop and cop game to perfection Mossop he's reading the play beautifully and of course the players up the field are giving him every opportunity what an exciting quarter for Mossop what an exciting quarter for the Geelong fans as Mossop lines up for goal number five. 20 minutes into the second quarter. And he's the difference between the two sides at the moment as he's going to favour the drop punt kick once again. He drops the ball onto his boot. It's swinging away, but it's not away to stop him kicking goal number five. And Geelong's seventh goal is on the board. And that's the down scoreboard. Seven goals, 7.49 at Geelong, and they lead Collingwood 5.939. What a brilliant exhibition this is by Big John Mossop. Playing full forward, occasional spell on the ball, but Big Blake doing all the work further afield, and Mossop has Atkin on him now, and Mossop sends the uh, trainer away who comes across and says, do you want to rub down, do you want something? Because he's the hero of the Geelong team at this stage. I haven't seen an exhibition like this 
final or club home and away game for many and many a day. It's five goals to Mossop and five goals to Geelong in this term, and they lead by 10 points. 7-7-49 to Collingwood, 5-9-39, and the crowd are enthralled by this exhibition. Tony Shaw gets the ball forward, but Geelong in defence through Ian Nankervis. Takes the mark, has Malarkey going past, decides on the kick. Across towards Bright, who reads the pack beautifully. Collingwood can't do a thing right. And uh, coming uh, forward through Yates this time towards the pocket. And there's Reynoldson, who, uh, with Mossop, is giving Geelong further afield something to kick to. Now, all eyes, 90,000 of them, on John Mossop in the square. Here's the kick from Reynoldson. He might need Mossop. Just floats across and offline for a minor score. Behind by Reynoldson. And to this stage of the game, 21 minutes gone in the second term, John Mossop has kicked five goals, three of the Geelong scores, seven goals, eight. McCormick mustn't know what to do with Atkin down there, and McCormick kicks into the centre of the ground. Pete comes over the back and thumps the ball down. The Geelong player coming through there was Bruns. He gets it on nicely towards Yates. Yates has a quick kick for goal, but it'll bounce just before the boundary line. Over the boundary line and out of bounds, about 10 metres around from the Geelong goal on the members' side of the ground. 22, 22 and a half minutes gone in the second quarter. And Collingwood 5-9-35. Trail Geelong 7-8-50 on the down scoreboard. Atkin versus Mossop. Mossop thumps it again, but there's no one there for Geelong. Coming through for Collingwood is Byrne, but backing up was Banks. But there's an ugly scrimmage of players with uh, uh, Lund trying to get it out. But in comes Tony Shaw. He tries to get it out, but the umpire will come in and bounce the ball. Umpire Saw is going to bounce the ball around about 30 metres out, straight in front of the Geelong goal at the Jollymont end of the ground. Mossop up once again, taps it down towards Stephen Lund. He gets it out towards uh, Neil, it is, on the left boot, but Neil's offline, uh, or he won't make the distance. Over the back was Turner, and he's going to pay the mark to McCormick, and I thought Turner touched that one first, and so did the crowd. And McCormick, the Collingwood fullback, has the chance to relieve the pressure at the moment for the Magpies and go to the outer side of the ground. Up high was jumping Jack Hawkins. Coming in nicely with a Geelong was Peak. He gets the oh. ball across to uh, Neil. Neil gets it across towards, it looks like, Yates. Yates has a long kick for goal and it's touched over the line and out of bounds by Peter Moore. What a magnificent quarter by Geelong. We could well be seeing the Premiers even at this stage there, the excitement team. No doubt about that. Five metres around from the left behind post with Geelong doing all the attacking in this turn. Toomey tries to take it out. There's Smith to uh, lend a hand, but oh, Geelong are anxious to get the ball. Collingwood uh, lagging by two metres on almost every tackle. Out towards uh, Bruns. Bruns fires for goal with the left boot. He's offline. No, it was Stretcher Neal this time. Stretcher. Coming across uh, two redheads. Two redheads, two fiery players. Doesn't matter to Geelong, they're still in attack. 7-9 as Moore takes the kick. 7-9-51, Collingwood 5-9-39. Moore goes to the outer side of the ground, but Geelong are too strong in the air. And it's Mark Yates that takes the mark for the Geelong side and kicks it back towards the forward pocket. In the front was Mossop has taken another screamer. I was just saying that Turner was in front of the pack going for the mark, and who should come from behind but John Mossop? This has got to be one of the greatest exhibitions of high marking that we've seen for many a long year, particularly in a final, and as David said, in any home and away game at all. They haven't been juggling marks. They've been one grab marks, and he's come right across the top, and he's given the Geelong players plenty to kick to. <laughs> 24 and a half minutes gone, and Mossop's lining up for goal number six. He's, he's kicked it. it. I'd say he's kicked it. Oh, bad luck. 
Michael Turner seems to think it went through, but the goal umpire Taylor down there is the one in the position, and it's one behind and Geelong are now 7-10-52, and they lead Collingwood 5-9-39 on the, on the down scoreboard. Now, Moore is playing on fullback on uh, John Mossop, and Moore it is who takes a lovely kick. That's going to just about land in the centre of the ground. Atkin in front, knocked away by Peak. Chance here for Yates to come out of the pack. He wheels away, rides the bump beautifully, sends it out wide. Look at the pace on the Geelong team as three of them lead in the race for the ball there. And Collingwood certainly starting to lag. We found this several weeks ago at the MCG where Collingwood started well and fast and then dropped in a heap against Essendon. And I'd say Geelong have more pace than the Dons. Blake from behind, Atkin it was who got it away, but ineffective down towards Taylor, scouting his Featherby, the left foot boot, coming back towards goal, Moore is there, has to ride it through though, it's through for a minor score, behind to Geelong, and Geelong moved to 7-11-53, Collingwood a 5-9-39, this is 3AW's presentation of the qualifying final from the Melbourne Cricket Ground, and on the down scoreboard it's Geelong 53-39, as Moore takes the kick after tapping it onto his boot, looking for Kink in front, the hand pass comes across from Whitcomb, there's uh, Neil, he breaks clear, drops the ball down towards looking for Mosser, but it's a shocking kick, badly controlled by Neil, <laughs> he was only trying to tap it about 15 metres, that's all he needed, therefore yes. it was just a little dinky drop. But uh, it was a bad kick, and Mossop was, as you say, by himself. Now, Mossop takes over in the ruck, gets it down towards Featherby, but the penalty is against Mossop this time, and Atkin takes the free kick for an infringement in ruck, and a 15-metre penalty as uh, Geelong kicked the ball away from the pack. Well, a lull in what has been a, a brilliant, blistering quarter by Geelong. Into the time on period now, and Geelong lead 53-39, to 39, one of the great fight backs that we've seen this season. Yes, and it's beautiful springtime weather too, and Geelong really coming uh, of age now in this weather as Morris uh, tries to get the ball out, but Scratch and Eel comes in nicer for Geelong. He sees Yates going past, but Yates fumbles at his Boz. Boz picks it up and gets a sh uh, shocking kick towards Byrne. Byrne uh, helps relieve the pressure for Collingwood, kicks it down towards the full forward uh, line for Collingwood, but in, in for Geelong comes Ian Nankervis. He kicks it out towards the halfback flank looking for uh, Yates. Yates overruns the ball, but in comes the racehorse Barham going to try too much again he's kicked it out of bounds on the fall Ricky Barham and by the look of it Collingwood players are arguing with themselves Barham having to go at Morris there and then vice versa and that doesn't sound good for the Collingwood players at 26 and a half minutes into this second quarter with Collingwood 5-9-39 trailing Geelong 7-11-53 the penalty free kick down there is going to be taken by Ian Nankervis of Geelong in front is Atkin, behind is Blake. Atkin had first purchase on the ball, scouting well as Shaw. Shaw's uh, kick uh, drops in towards centre-half forward. Geelong uh, player there in Yates trying to dive for the mark, but umpire Robinson was, uh, or Saws at least, was uh, right on the on the knocker there. But Geelong come out of defence through Featherby, drops it into Bright, magnificent pass from 35 metres, spearing onto the chest. And this is reminiscent of the Geelong teams of the early 50s. And there's the mark by Reynoldson. Over the top of Pickin this time. And Billy Pickin is one of the best marks in league football. He is being hopelessly outpointed today, and it's young Reynoldson. I think Billy Pickin better be one of the best punches in league football because he's not doing it at the moment. 40 metres out, Reynoldson fires for goal. And it drops in, a magnificent goal, and that's Geelong's eighth. They've kicked six goals, and Collingwood have failed to add a goal to their quarter-time score in this second term. Peter Hafey running onto the ground, Collingwood runner, Worthington jogging along the boundary late in the second term. As we look at the down scoreboard on 3AW, 
28 minutes gone in the second term and Geelong 8-11-59 lead Collingwood 5-9-39 by 20 points. Yes, 28 and a half minutes gone as Blake thumps it down, but it's picked up by Irwin. Irwin for Collingwood drives it down to centre half forward. They're under man down there as Malarkey comes across and thumps it down towards Featherby. Featherby picks it up and kicks it towards Stephen Lund, but Andrew Smith of the Collingwood side comes in and relieves the pressure. Kicks it down towards centre half forward. There's Dacos uh, feigning for free kicks, and he'll be penalised because he didn't try to get rid of it. And that's the pattern of play at the moment. As Boz sees uh, Murray Whitcomb out there on his own, Williams comes in and tries to punch it away, but Peak coming in, and Peak starting to warm up now to this Victorian style of play in the good weather, but kicks poorly on his left foot. Bright was on his own, and the ball's gone over the boundary line and out of bounds. Half-forward flank, out of sight of the ground for Geelong, who are kicking towards the Jolly Mott end of the ground. Dying moments of the second term. 29 minutes have gone. Brilliant sunshine, brilliant crowd and brilliant Geelong. That's the way we see it at this stage of the match at the qualifying final at the MCG with the winner to play Carlton. Collingwood coming out of defence. Hand pass from Shaw finds Irwin. Irwin a long kick up towards Wiedemann. Wiedemann will get the free kick. He uh, almost grabbed the mark but uh, the Geelong player in Tui coming over the top of him and uh, Wiedemann from 45, no 50 metres out right on the boundary over there on the outer firing up towards the Richmond end. Worthington on. And Billy Pickin, who's had a disastrous second term against Reynoldson, has gone off the ground. Now, Wiedemann, badly needed goal for the Magpies, to say the least. No, he's got underneath the ball. It's going to land in the square. Kink in front. It could be a kink mark. The Collingwood fans have gone up. And Rene Kink was able to stand his ground as four players came in from behind him. He had front position all the way, had no leap attempt at the ball. He had to wait for it to drop to him. And there's <laughs> the incredible Hulk. No wonder they call him that. Right in front, 15 metres, goal. Collingwood, that's their sixth and very badly needed at that. First goal for the term and it took 30 minutes to achieve. They still trail Geelong who are 8-11-59 on the down scoreboard on 3AW and Collingwood are 6-9-45. Yes, and I noticed Stuart Atkin coming off the ball now and letting Moore going back on and I think that's bad tactics by Hafey. Changing tired Ruckman on a fresh John Mossop. I certainly wouldn't have that uh, going on. And I probably would have put Worthington back on and given him a second chance because he's absolutely fractured every opponent that he's come across. And as David said, Worthington is on the ground now at centre-half back, trying to rough up Reynoldson. And the kid's taken uh, all before him this afternoon and has been an important player for Geelong. Billy picking off the ground in a final series. What a great player he's been for the Collingwood side, but today lowering his colours as umpire Robinson comes in and bounces the ball at the 31-minute mark. Blake has dominated the ruck scene and gets it down towards Stephen Lunn. The chipping in for Collingwood comes Irwin, and Collingwood could do well to get another goal as they go down, but they're undermanned at the forward line at the moment as Ian Nankervis comes in, gets a hand pass across to Mark Boz. He knocks it on nicely towards Peak, but Boz is held by Tony Shaw. And Boz is going to take the resultant free kick. Half-back flank out of sight of the ground. And Boz has kicked it well towards the centre wing. Up there for Collingwood was Williams and behind him was Taylor. It came out towards Featherby. He's got enough room to now do a steady, but he kicks it poorly. I think they should be going long. They've got mm. Mossop cooling his heels in the forward uh, line there. And they must go uh, short. And the ball is over the line and out of bounds to be thrown in. Half-forward flank out of sight of the ground for Geelong. It's a long quarter, this second one. 32 minutes now on the down scoreboard. With 14 points the difference. Geelong leading Collingwood. There's the siren. And what a great quarter by Geelong. 
They were 18 points down at quarter time. They go in at half time, 14 points up. And interesting to note that seemingly against the breeze, the scoring end has certainly been the main scoreboard or Jollymont end. In that quarter, the second, Geelong added six goals, six, while Collingwood could only manage one goal, four. But it was the brilliance of Geelong through the five goals of John Mossop and his co target forward in Reynoldson that made all the difference and uh, you may be able to hear the applause for the Cats as they leave the field and Rex will give us the goal scorers to half time. Goal scorers to half time for Geelong. John Mossop receiving a great ovation as he walks off now. He's kicked five. Two to Reynoldson at centre half forward who has the honour of uh, having Pickett moved off him and the other one to Featherby. Two to Dacos for Collingwood and one east to Tony Shaw, Barham, Williams and Kink. At half time, Collingwood 6-9-45, trailing Geelong 8-11-59. That's the 3RW down scoreboard.